this morning. Get your butts vertical. It's time for morning coffee. Well, <laughs> how's that for exercise, you guys? You know, Mondays are difficult anyway. We know Mondays are difficult. I know Mondays are difficult. A lot of people hate Mondays. I know for me, my work week was that I worked 12-hour shifts, and luckily, I didn't have to work Monday. <laughs> but, you know, I know you laid in the bed too long. True that. Some of y'all get distracted in the shower. 
not having happy time. Uh, no comment on that one. No He's comment. He's my age. It doesn't take long. <laughs> well, anyway, welcome to uh, Morning Coffee. You guys, it's been wonderful in some ways and really incredible in the other ways. I know for many of you, you've been watching too much news. No, and I know. And I can't, when I say that, I say it with the understanding I've been watching too much news. Because how could you not watch the news? How could you not watch news? So here today at Morning Coffee, I want you to know, Victor and I, we have the full show. We are going to get into those news, some of those news items. I'm going to, in, in, the, in, the, good, in the good news, the bad news, and the other shit. Right. We're going to talk a lot about the bad news, but we're going to try to always end with a perspective. Absolutely, man. So that's here part of what we have today. We also have uh, full, the full new new sports. Yes, sir. Victor's dressed appropriately. Canary yellow, fashion. man. Canary yellow. <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, somebody says they can't see me. I say, but you can feel me. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so we're going to have that. Also, we have the hot picks today. Yes. Turning a new a, a new corner with focus on the other things that's more important. Your inner self is more important than your outer self. Okay, somebody just said bullshit, right? Okay, all right. Well, hey, just for sorry for the Facebook people, you know. Oh, and everybody talk about window updates. Windows updates. Everybody hates Windows updates. And people have been, you know, really crying the blues. We, too, have been dealing with Windows updates, right, Vic? And that's why we just lost the Facebook people. But it's going to, hey, look, isn't there some news on the horizon that either was the Adobe or Java updates will be eventually coming to an end? Flash. Flash. That's right. The Flash is becoming to an end. Flash, which Steve Jobs but. hated. He really did not like Flash. No. And because he... He dialed in on where mobile, the mobile integration, where their focus was and said, hey, look, this is why we don't. He didn't hate it because we needed it is as much as he was already ahead of the curve saying, look, with the new mobile integration and what people are doing with mobile cell phones, different pl- platform. Man. Well, so, hey, so what, hey, so what I'm doing here while I'm talking to you guys is I'm fixing the Facebook. Hey, I'm fixing the Facebook you, connection. You have to. You have to because. Everything is real time, right? Everything's real. So there it goes. Everything is real time. So they have to. That's what they, that's one of the things we like about the new internet television is that we're allowed to mess up on air, and y'all don't mind. We have, and some of it's not our fault. I mean, and you should feel refreshed and confident because we are using the same equipment that you use. No, you know, you don't need any fancy computers for this. You know, you just need the regular old home style. And I have the regular old connection, internet connection, like, you know, special cable connections here at Pack Stereo. We're just using the regular proprietary stuff that you have. And it's not an endorsement, but just such you're going to ask, we have one of the Spectrum plans. It's not an endorsement, even though I would say right now, for the providers in my area, they seem to be the most reliable. It all depends on your position of. It, it all depends when they say what they bring down to you versus what you get going out, and most folks are consumers, 
So for us, we want the equal sustainability and high quality of delivery of content the way they're trying to hand it to you and bundle it, right? <laughs> hey, you all, most of you know that I just I recently went to Chicago on one of the neo-urban road trips, which is where I'm, I'm working myself into this new mode. So you got to bear with me, okay? So I'm working myself into this new mode whereby I travel and report on my experiences and my opinions about the places that I go. Now, the first thing I had to do was just get used to the travel, okay? But uh, there you go. I got yeah. used to the travel. Right. And I went to Las Vegas first, and then I just did Chicago. So, um, you know, it was different. It was different. Take a look. The music's kind of corny. Y'all can use iMovie. Hey, I went to a bunch of places in Chicago. Let me tell you guys something. Chicago is the bomb. It's one of I don't go to that many American cities where I kind of immediately go, ooh, I like you. Man, Vic, they really did have that effect. Uh, maybe it was the time of weather because it was looking good. Look at this food. <laughs> Man, that's the, that was the cornbread. I ate good, too. Okay. Ate more meat than normally because lately, I, you know, my goal was ten percent. I'm doing about twenty percent animal protein. Well, I don't know what that is. Yeah. But you know, uh, one thing about Chicago, they have decriminalized marijuana possession. You're allowed to possess. Right. But but they don't have it so that you can just walk in and buy. Oh, this is this is on the boat. I, this, some some of this video is crazy. We went on a boat. A tour. And it was wonderful because they have the most spectacular architecture. The most spectacular looking buildings. And unfortunately, I got to see the Trump Tower. Now, one more Bozar building on our left. Indo floor. Yeah, that was it. Chicago. You know, and the people are, are cooler. Than, okay. Personal and preference. So New Yorkers, of which I have wonderful New Yorker family and friends. But you know New York is a city with being an asshole is an art form. <laughs> okay. Chicago people are very friendly. It's kind of it's it's different from the southern hospitality, but kind of but closer to that than anything else. They are kind of down home friendly people. Not a lot of fakeness. And then they had all this commerce and good stuff going on. This is where I went to get the deep, deep dish pizza. That's the deep dish pizza. See, I had to, I had to, I didn't get a Chicago dog, and I regret that I didn't. But you know, you can't eat all this stuff in one day, and I had cut back on my food, certain types of food, but I wanted to report on deep dish pizza. I wanted to report on the Chicago dog. Right. So I went to one of the famous deep dish pizza places. Everybody has their favorite in Chicago. They're known for meat. You know, you think about the old meat packers, stuff, but Vic, the deep dish pizza. Hmm. You know. Hmm. But then okay. I and I did walk home from the restaurant after this. How far? About six blocks. That's pretty good. Because we don't walk six blocks out here for anywhere we go Man, to. So what does that tell you? Tells you I was tired. 
Right. I did. I stayed right in downtown Chicago, and so everything was a lot of stuff was walking distance. Right. Every time I kept looking up for stuff to go to it was under a mile. So that I felt compelled to try to walk. It would be on. I pull out maps and go like point three miles, point five miles. Right. And I go, damn, 0.5 miles, am I really going to get an Uber for that? No, no, man. No, no, I think it's good, man. I think it forces you into a different lifestyle, and you get used to it, and you can bring it back to L.A. Well, we'll see, man. That wore my... Lincoln Park, Batter and Berries. Wonderful French toast, black-owned, too. Where I am at Batter and Berries, I'm going to have the Cajun salmon vinegar. And I'm gonna coffee, and I'm gonna also I like have. Uh, I gotta taste the French toast, so I gotta try a little, at least a kitty portion of French toast. Arlier, in the hood of Chicago, batter and bread. nice place. Give it to my friend. Here's the manager. That's the owner to the left. Batter and Berries in Chicago, y'all. What's happening, my brother? What's up, man? How you feeling, Mario? <laughs> All right. Pleasure. Tell us a little about your spikes, man. Well, man, as Craig was saying earlier to Donna, we've been here about five years, May of 2012. Here's the owner proprietor, Craig Richardson. I'm Frederick, the manager. And, you know, a local black-owned spot, man. But I don't know if we're limited to that, man. Just trying to have a world-class breakfast. That was the aim when we started off, where they started off, he and his wife, Dr. Tanya Richardson, who are the owners here. You know, we featured a French toast and several other entrees, man. Kind of a different, eclectic deal, man. We love to have you guys, man. Well, I'm having the Cajun uh, salmon. Uh, yeah, yeah, the Cajun salmon Benedict. Real popular right now. That salmon succulent. Yeah, man, it's real tasty. Well, we want to say we love being here. We love meeting you. We love the future of the brothers doing positive things in our communities around the country. So that's part of the reason we get out here to show you guys. So thank you. Man, I love Mario. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. I appreciate you. I'm glad you guys are here. That's the Urban. We work these value knobs. <laughs> Batter and berries, no, but a French toast. Now that's the Cajun salmon Benedict. But I also had there's the oh, that French toast, that almond, that walnut, walnut butter, maple walnut butter. You even need syrup. That's a big chicken on top. That was a sweet potato waffle. It was the bomb. This is outside. Not like New York. Closer to DC, but not like DC. And the people themselves. Oh, I, oh, okay. Still trying to figure out. I love this place. I love the vibe. I have to admit, I've only been here a couple of days, but Chicago's grown up. Like they they had some, okay, they had some pretty nice looking women in Chicago. The sisters was looking good. So you, you refused to show any pictures of them? <laughs> okay, so you're going to come back and tell me. I'm not going to go up to strangers. <laughs> videotape. Y'all want me to, well, I'm always want I'm me to do videotape strangers. I'm going to look like some stalker, dude. I'm going to be like, I'm going to get my ass kicked out in the street. Y'all you want pictures. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a show. I went here. I went here. I'm going to come back and say, you guys, you should see how hot these women look. Too bad I ain't going to show you. I can't be walking up to strangers. Here I am at the Dusabo African American Museum. There's a Dusabo Museum. Go inside and find out a little bit about my history. Wonderful to be here. Love to see you. The Sable Museum. 
I went over in Obama's neighborhood. I didn't see his house, though. Okay. I was in the Uber. That's a whole Maya Angelou tribute. Oh, this. Okay, my friend walked up to this robot and asked, excuse me, excuse me, trying to get instruction. But the robot was moving. It was hilarious. I don't have it. That's a that's a Harold Washington. Okay. Mayor, former mayor. Yeah. Mock-up. And it talks to you. Have people believing that I was a poet? However, autopsy reports revealed that my untimely death was from a massive heart attack. Though I've been gone for more than 20 years now. Hey, the music is just stuck in there, you guys. I'm sorry. Ain't got no bass. I movie, man. Stop complaining. Damn. the music still out. I can't hear. I know you can't hear. I can't hear. So you you killing his whole speech? We can't hear. If it's a spring or summer day. I'll post these videos later. Look up at the trees in Washington Park and say hello to my green. Just at least look at it. It's wonderful. That's the death that he supposedly had his heart attack at. And then they show you scenes from Chicago back in the day on the wall. This music is obnoxious. What can I say? It's free. I can tell you one thing too, Vic. It's a city worth visiting, especially at this time of year. Right. Because they have a lot going on. They had a bustling, bustling downtown. They have a way more enjoyable, lively downtown than, for example, them. We do. Maybe we'll get there. I think we're working toward that. Just the way people use the downtown. Well, L.A. for us, I hate to say, depending. If you want vibrancy, actually, you have to go to Hollywood. And downtown L.A. doesn't represent a cultural center for us in L.A. As much as they're building on it. But most people think closer to Hollywood. No, there's no. a lot more going on. Although LA Live and all those surrounding areas may be, but nothing like the cultural. Well, they seem to have a lot more in Chicago. Yeah. And I can tell you, I've developed a way of getting around. My way of getting around is going to be through Uber. You know, you just go someplace, get Uber, go to another place. It'll be Uber or Lyft, you know, whatever. But it was it was actually easy, easy to do while doing this. Now, so next yeah. next time you do this. Have somebody hold the camera and you and you have a conversation with him. That's a good idea. <laughs> well, you know, I have this video in the raw with the mm-hmm. phone where you can hear everything. Yeah, I know. You. I just haven't had a chance to piece that into a whole presentation. Oh yeah, look at me. That's a good. I like that. Black Panther is mm-hmm. New Sable Museum. So I went around. We drove around in the hood. Oh, that was at State 48. You Monologi, Andre Perry. There's there's some strange woman that followed me around Chicago. They let him in everywhere. Hmm. That's some poke. You know, it's like a ahi. That's some Dungeness crab. And that stuff was good. Oh, that was an heirloom tomato and feta cheese salad with vinaigrette. That was mashed potatoes with shrimp and crab. And that was a bone-in Kansas City cut steak that I had. 
and hmm. my friend had a a a bone in um, New York, I think. State 48 Chicago. Wonderful food. Come on, Alagi, Andre, Parrish. All right, that was good. Okay, Chicago. Anyway, so next is Atlanta. Next is Atlanta. Coming up. A couple of things, too, I have to mention, you guys. You know, like, a, you know, the Facebook phenomena has been wonderful. You know, and, and really wonderful for me. I, I don't know. I didn't really want to do stuff. But in order to promote this, I had to, you know, go live with the Facebook phenomena. So it's worked out wonderful. And the people that I've reconnected has been wonderful. So um, good friend, Melody Felton, whose sister is my beloved friend, Dr. Margot Smith, who passed. My beloved friend, study partner all through the Howard years. Well, this is her sister, her baby sister, who's now everybody's all grown and everything. So, because of Facebook, we connect, we connected. So, when she came to LA, we went out to brunch at Facebook and uh, gotta give it. We had a wonderful time. Take a look at these pictures. And because of this, uh, here you go. Let me see if I can make it full. Okay, that is full. So there we go. Because of this, there she, that was Melanie. That's Melanie and Sean. I met some interesting people. Sean right here is a very interesting entrepreneur whose website we're going to take a look at. Whereas she's she's had she's done everything Vic, in the industry, public relations, record labels, promotion, law. Okay. Okay. Need some heavyweights. Well. See what happens is they too. You know, they say that about us, that they're hard to define because right. they've done so many things. And people say that about us all the time. They say, it's hard for me to define you, Mario, record label, right. TV doctor. Same kind of folks. Okay. Wonderful. And she has a an effort that she works on now called Stop Stuff, where she's basically motivating people to step forward and take positions on various issues. Now, and, and then, let me see. Here it is. Here we go. Stop Stuff. Here's the site. And they're going to be having an event Saturday, but I realize we have another event with Alan on Saturday. So um, i got to talk to her. But we're going to get her over here. I, w- I just want to give you guys a preamble. Because these are people, for example, she's out there dealing with discrimination. The whole concept of stop stuff is the things that we can universally agree right. that we want to stop. Absolutely. Violence, homelessness, those kind of things. Right. So it's a wonderful thing. We're going to hear more from her, Vic. I wanted to, now that that Sean Murray, okay, Esquire, you know, stop stuff. And I wanted just you guys to know because we're going to be getting her in as a guest, and we're going to be covering some of the events for them too. Also, as part of this group, I didn't have a good picture. Somehow I didn't get a good picture of Bree. Here she is. Bree, right here in the middle. Bree Gallagher is the pie lady. This is one of Melanie's friends. Her, by the way, Melanie's husband has recently got a new coaching assignment. I'm just, it's just too much information. But just wonderful brunch. But Bree is the pie lady from Kentucky. Okay. And she, along with her husband, 
have the Boyce General Store where they do burgers and pies. <laughs> and where's it located? In uh, Bowling Green, Kentucky. Got gotcha, you. Gotcha. And there she's shipping pies all over the United States. And she's out here on a pie meeting. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> she's out here on a pie meeting. She and what and again we're going to try to get her a focus on her because again I love you to bring I love to bring you these examples right of people that are our friends our family who are doing stuff and here I am at this brunch these two wonderful ladies and their entrepreneurial efforts and I promised them at some point in time right we get you can go take a look for the pie lady the uh, the URL is www burgerandpies.com okay and that's the Boyce General Store and it's where the pie queen is she's called the pie queen okay and she's shipping her pies all over and then also take a look at stopstuff.com Sean Murray okay and we're gonna again these are people I'm gonna be this is how it comes up I just want you guys to know how it comes up right I just try Victor and I we just try to be aware of the people that cross our lives right right and interesting people cross our lives true absolutely absolutely I mean there's a lot going on what people have to do is uh, you know do exactly what you're doing and, and bring out as much visibility um, think of it as an internet cafe if you want people to walk in wouldn't you want to show how the people are enjoying themselves. And imagine if somebody just sat there and just said, here's our 24-hour camera. It costs nothing. A little camera in the corner. And it just points to the everyday going on. And that's streamed. People do that out of their bedroom. Hey, look. I'm only saying that. I'm only saying that. I'm only saying that a lot of times it's that simple. If you can pay for, say, um, uh, having a video, you know, most people have what they call security video, costs you just as much. But then you look at the vibrancy of, an, uh, say, a restaurant or an eatery. Why not have people go and say, let me see what they're doing. Can you imagine that you could tap into it, watch it, and then comment, oh, my God, I'm coming. You know, in and some places, Vic, you're what my brother prophesizes, because it's a becoming a big thing in some restaurant design to give you these big big old huge windows in front of the cooking area yes so that you watch the food being made in the various stages so being able to look at your steak or whatever being done on camera would you love to see the food that you spend a lot of money on (laughs) and somebody says this is how they prepare it and to me isn't that more subliminal than a picture that's just frozen it's just like this i'm saying why don't you just show me why remember the uh, famous restaurant was it Benny Hanna's or whomever you said? Do right, the, uh, yeah, I was, well, I was and, the one that, right, that kind of started it in the high they end. Had a performance level, right? Pre- preparation of food, they were prepared right there all in front day of the long. I said, you table. went there just to see it happening and watch what was happening. I said, hey, you guys, how much does the camera cost? Just mount it up there, stream camera, basic cable, and just put it on one of your easy apps. Guarantee you, it ain't gonna cost you much. It's real cheap and cost effective. Got to give it out to State 48 because when you, when you speak of that, they had a wonderful layout worth looking at. Kama, yeah. his full name is Kamanalagi Andre okay. Got Parrish. You. That's Celeste's nephew. Oh, okay. Who took care of me at State 48. It was a wonderful presentation of food, historian, 
his knowledge base. Right. Everything was so exceptional okay. about the experience. And especially since I had just eaten at Bobby Flay's Cut. Right. Here in Los Angeles, I could compare it to another high-end steakhouse. Okay. But I just got to say, wonderful presentation. And they, too, had the areas laid out mm-hmm. so that you can watch and see. Even the seafood area right. <laughs> set out. Mm-hmm. So you could go there and look at some oysters and shrimp. Yeah. Hey, I'm telling you, man, it's stimulation. It's stimulation. Are you going to put this under the excursion link? Because that's what I it was. I just put it, what, uh, oh, the uh, Neil Irvin? Well, you remember when we were launching and saying, hey, the Yeah, we don't know, because see, I was making the other series. The question was how we were going to use everything. Right. Just so like, I, we're doing, yeah. well, it's a change. I, right now, it's just Neil Irvin Road Trip, but we could okay. develop. That was the show series, but maybe the show could still go into excursions because it doesn't have its own playlist. Right. I got you. Hey, you guys, we're doing a lot of new stuff and a lot of new things happening. For one, we've been having the Wednesday shows of late. Uh, we saw, unfortunately, we had to cancel this this past one. Right. But uh, I just started up. I just uploaded to David. Okay. Our, our little brief synopsis about uh, no strings attached entertainment. And the film series that was that's coming up too. Well, I can I can say it now. I mean, because um, after you know you wait a little bit of time to find out what was happening. Deborah Hader, who basically was going to be here, uh, a co- you know, a couple of days ago on Saturday, she was involved in a six car eight car pileup on the freeway. So you know, I always say shows can always come and go, but it was more important that she takes care of her health and stuff. So she uh, came out okay. But the journey lasted until about 4 o'clock in that morning by the time she was uh, released from the hospital. Just a precautionary uh, level. And we're going to be talking today. So just wanted to say, hey, Deborah, blessings that nothing happened seriously. Also, Beatrice Davis, thank you for keeping me in the loop on what was happening. All this was happening right before we got to the show. In the last 15 to 20 minutes or so, all this was taking place. So, hey, we're going to see if we can come back and return to that. But health and safety first. All right. We're going to be coming back in a minute with the news. But first, here's the slideshow animation. We'll be coming right back after this.
Sights on the Body Heat. Slideshow. Animation. What a pleasure to do these. Guys out of body heat. Yeah. All right. Morning coffee. Stop machines. Sometimes they want to keep playing. There we go. Hey, I gotta acknowledge some of the Facebook folks that are so supportive and being there for us big. Uh Alon Phillips just jumped across my screen. He wants us to give her a call, but got to say hi once again to Phil Cusper, PMC, our brother from another mother out of Pittsburgh, Stu Dunning, Tashika Johnson, what's happening, y'all? And of course, Sarah Day, Lady Day, logging in, and Linda Dutton Creedle. Hello there, Linda. What's happening, man? It's, I, let me see who else I got, that can I find here. <laughs> I see him. Miko, of course, is there. Elena saying, get my, my co worker for years who. The wonderful nurse friend of mine, man, just got to say it. So, you guys, just want to acknowledge some of those Facebook folks. Right. I've seen a bunch of my coworkers. You know. What can I say? They get to All right. talk to you in a way they never could before, right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have to reset this broadcast. You know, because of our integration with Facebook, and we have a wonderful integration with Facebook, we cut this show up into different segments. And what you just experienced was part one, the monologue segment. Coming up next is news, and we also have sports and the wonderfully enticing hot picks. So stick around. I'm going to give myself 60 seconds to reset our system. Those of you at Facebook, you'll need to refresh your page, and you will see a new broadcast window. All right, there I go. Well, Hilly, going to get the metadata for part two. Reinitiating the Facebook connection. Let's see how it's looking. If it's still cooking. Yeah. Part two. Part two. Welcome to part two of the Morning Coffee Show dedicated to the happening. So are you ready for some news? Ladies and gentlemen, gird your loins because it's time. Time for the good news, the bad news, and the other shit. The you got to try to make light of things, you guys. Even though it's very hard and very difficult, 
That's because I don't want you to lose your mind. And I have the distinct impression that a lot of us out there are just overstressed. And it's appropriate because if you're a caring person, if you're concerned, and even some of us who were not so caring or so concerned are now being forced to confront a bunch of realities because the day-by-day drama is so intense that I can't even get my new show out. You know, every week I try to plan this show, but every week my topics are sort of just pushed, you know, just dismissed by the current goings-on by the president. Now, this one it was an entirely the president because you happen to have a group of white supremacists, well, various groups. It was a convention of white supremacists, neo-Nazis, different racist groups decided to have a convention in Charlottesville, West Virginia. And local folks there decided to confront them, leading to a lot of violent scenes. You don't need me to replay all that again. I know you've seen it over and over. A lot of violent scenes, people fighting. You know, amazing to me, again, the groups came prepared to fight. They had a body armor on, dressed up like superheroes and shit. Like they had a heart on for this. I'm sorry, I don't know any other way to say it, but that's really what it was. They were all dressed up with the outfits. When you get all dressed up with all kind of fight gear and shields, and I'm just saying, you're all dressed up. Uh, reenactment. Hey, ode to the spirit of uh, the statues. Oh, so in all Their about history. the statue of Robert E. Lee That's what coming down. Now, if I'll tell you one thing. One thing this does prove. For those of you who said, who kept hearing those reports that all these Confederate things were all only about history, that shows you that was a damn lie. <laughs> This shows you it's not about history. This is about an homage to white supremacy. That's what, I'm a black man. I know what message they were trying to give me. And what's so funny, Victor, this Robert E. Lee statue didn't go up at the end of the Civil War. At the end of the Civil War, right. that would have been considered treason. Right. No, this statue went up like in 65. Much later. Sometime in the mid-60s as part of the reaction of local bigots. To the civil rights movement. And so. It has always been percolating. They just needed a flashpoint, right? The great homage to the great leader or whomever. Lord. They needed a flashpoint. It's always been there. Everybody's it's been, been there. there. It's always been there. And different levels. Yeah. And so the president came out and gave us little speech where he openly looked, <laughs> you know, practice, Mr. <laughs> president. He openly looked like he was reading poorly. His lines. He so he looked like he was reading as poorly his lines. Then he, I think, has an ad lib moment where he says on both sides, on both sides, in a way that again seems to really be dismissive of the whole issue that this started with white supremacists, Ku KKK. You want me to be middle ground on this? Really? I'm just. I like. I ask people what. 
As okay, if you're a white person looking at your black brothers, what would be a reasonable reaction on my part? Release me some anger. Oh what? yeah, I agree. Go ahead, Mark. So we're gonna have some anger. But here's what so but here's the point. And I want everybody to really take a look at this. Because this is what's so wonderful about today's world. I got to give you a point that's wonderful. I know. Because when you look at the people that were protesting, that wasn't like the civil rights movement, Vic. You had white, this is white folks. Yeah. Yes. The issue of race becomes mainstream and especially becomes affected with the large group of the people who were affecting this. In other words... When the large group of white Americans who previously had very bigoted views, like I said, when I was 13, America was Donald Trump. And that's changed. And so people are stepping forward in different numbers. There always were good folks who knew justice and stood for that. There always were. Oh, don't, don't, get, that, don't get it twisted. You had people doing that during slave times, okay, who stood up said this was wrong. Even then. And so you have them today. So the part to take away is to look at how diversified the struggle has become. And it's wonderful that it has become that. It's so sad that this young woman had to die. Absolutely. But she stood for something. She stood for something. And she becomes a martyr in her right. face. And, that, and her mother said she was part of the reason that she was active in these kinds of things. Was also That's right. It wasn't just her black friends. It was how she saw her gay and lesbian friends right. were being treated. That these things caused her to want to step up and be an activist. So we want to give an homage. Absolutely. To those individuals who see fit to step forward and take a stand. And I want to tell everybody to take stock and be witness to how this is now, these struggles are becoming struggles that are across racial planes, gender planes. It's conscious folks. Conscious folks embracing issues as they become confronted with them. Even though your thing might be black lives, when you are faced with the issues of lesbian, gay, transgender, you speak up. Your thing may be woman's rights, but when you look at what's happening with black folks and the proof therein, right. you speak up. You could be a Republican. All Republicans aren't evil. For a lot of them, their party has been hijacked by the alt-right, whatever you want to call it, with white racism. Because right now, the Republican Party is the party of racism. That's you, 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 if you don't like it, you'll take giving, your party back. You're giving them an out. They weren't hijacked. <laughs> they were not hijacked. Y'all okay, love Attorney General <laughs> Sessions a segregationist. As far as I'm concerned, he did everything he could in his power all his career, but he's your good old, good old boy. All right. So the point is that take stock of where we are today, everybody. The point is also that this is when progress is made. I'm just too old and I can remember now. You know, when things are wonderful, times are good and the money's flowing, that's not really a time of change. It might be a time of a little more open attitudes, but it's not so much change. Because believe it or not, it seems like change 
is fueled by struggle. <laughs> now, times like this where you have all the riots and, and uh, demonstrations and people standing up and deaths, those are the times that change is affected. This is the time that you need to start singing We Are the World. We need to start singing We Are the World. You're going to have to do something, man. You know, so we need to start singing We you, Are the You world. need to find that theme song that moves and motivates people. Find that thing that doesn't make you want to go read a teleprompter. Teleprompters are for people who really don't have a conscious <laughs> on what they're going to really say, and they need guidance. <laughs> so just find that music piece, man, that stirs your soul, and you'll well, be okay. I, I wrote one. <laughs> right. <laughs> See, I'm just trying. Look, I am not making fun of this. I am not. I, the whole point of this is, is that I've always believed and it's not a shock and a surprise what is being elevated at this time. Uh, if you want to call it what I call a um, social civil war war percolating in America, there's a difference. You know, I'm not talking about the civil war. I said there's a social war. Everybody wants to be identified and hide behind the right of free speech. Right. Imagine you being a young man, Mario, and you, your mom, and you're telling him, you know what, Mom, I want to go down to that place where all the hustlers and pimps hang out. I have a right to have a, a voice and how they may or may not be doing right or wrong. And your mom says, you're right, son. You have a right to go down there. But I'll whoop your ass when you get back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, hey, you know how it is. They're smart and smarter. And a lot of these people think they're, you know, they're gods, but they spell God with two O's. So you know how it is, man. Reach out to one another. Take a deep breath. Recognize that even though you feel angry and you seems overwhelmed with things that are ugly, that this is how progress occurs. Sit back, take a deep breath, and look at the people who are out there embracing this struggle. And feel beautiful that America is being redefined. It has been redefined. And this is where people stand today. They have changed. Things have changed. The world has changed. And the world will always change, continue to change. And we're not going backwards. We're going forward. Victor's right. He said, find something that speaks to it. Well, I did years ago. During the Rodney King riots, I sat in the window looking at Los Angeles burn and penned the lyrics to a song that I wrote with a friend of mine, Gordon Jones. We performed it live. Here's funny. Richard Allen on camera. Way we'll back. be right back. Knock up the time. Whatever that I would like to talk to you. As I sat and watched Los Angeles burn, it seemed so remarkable to me how little things had changed since 1965. And it seems that today more and more we're confronted in ever more frightening terms of racism with violence. And it seems 
that when you're down and out and you need a hand, that hand that helps you, it has no color. And it's funny. And it seems that times may have changed. Funny how some things have stayed the same.
family. Thank you. Original Hensley Foster. Thank you. Gordon Jones song. Thank you. What year? Give it context, man. What year was that? 1993, I believe. Yeah, you're right. Right around, absolutely. And that you know how long ago. Because that's right after. So what you're talking about, 23 years? 24? Yeah. Wow. Hey. That's the good news. The bad news. Definitely. The other shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, we have some in and out problems with Facebook, so uh, that's just the way it's going. Hey, uh, so me, I gotta apologize to the Facebook folks. Let me just remind you guys: if you actually want to see and test versus uh, your PC desktop, just use your mobile phone smart device at packstereo.mobi. See if it continues that stream as your alternative. Of course, I know it's kind of hard to watch. You want to watch those bills, but all of you guys are players. You got unlimited accounts. You guys don't have to worry about your minutes. So, hey, players, players, watch it. Pax Stereo Moby. It's going to work out, man. Don't worry about it. Hey, we feature all free music all the time. And so while I'm setting up this connection, do a little bit of the hot sound. Well, here's the morning coffee. Get your, hey, go get a refill in the coffee. Get another donut. Oh, and get back here with us. Shedding a glow, feeling your soul. From love arises a booming energy, sending the world a message in a bottle. There is more to show. As the love grows and kicks into full throttle, the fused unit produces a message that becomes a more powerful whole. Even more powerful than the love in fall. We go here. We go there. We go where. Where, where, where do we 
go you know remember i told you all free music all the times so you can go get that free i'm telling you we have the links at the site well depends where you look go to dig.ccmixter.org and search love shadow where do we go get it for free you know and we remember we feature all free music all the time and a lot of music by love shadow friday nights when i do mario's magic mixtape Oh, by the way, remember, tomorrow night, Tuesday night, another episode of The Quiet Storm. Old school DJ experience. Got to be there, be part of that. Wow. Hey, you guys ready for some talk about marijuana? It's time! Thank you. I don't. I don't really like that title, but you know, not it's catchy. Either. But don't like it. Either. It's not just dummies. <laughs> a lot of very intelligent people using marijuana out there. That's probably why they're intelligent. <laughs> anyway, as part of the show, I'm, I know I always forget, but I'm supposed to tell you what I'm smoking. And you know, I'm smoking the Canasultra OG by Lorac. This is what happens when you go to the, the white dispensaries on the, on the west side of town. What you trying to say, man? There's a difference in the price and the labeling. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Not saying better or worse, but this one had a big sign that they had won the High Times, one of the awards at the High Times uh, Cannabis Cup. And those, some of you know that I went to the Cannabis Cup previously in Amsterdam. So I know about the Cannabis Cup, so I went there. And so it was interesting. That's another show. But this is the Canna Sutra, Canna Sutra OG by Lorax. 
and it's supposed to be in in indica. Okay, you know, normally I say have a hybrid in the morning, because <laughs> if you have an indica in the morning, a bunch of you going back to bed. <laughs> See, wow. I want you to be productive. Wow. I want you to be productive. Wow. <laughs> I'm just saying, you get up, you can't, morning highs are wonderful. Getting up, having a little smoke and a cup of coffee, they can see me do it yeah. a bunch of times for the shows and stuff. <laughs> it's a wonderful thing, but you need to be cautious more about what you're smoking. And I'm suggesting to most people, and I, and I got to do a reminder because they're having more teams show up in the ER with marijuana, you got. But they're usually mixing stuff too. I'm just saying, people, the weed today is very strong. You need to watch what you're doing, even if you're drinking as much, little as a glass of wine or a beer with it. You know, you just need to be cognizant of the fact that the weed is so so strong, and people are doing edibles right. in large amounts, and a bunch of them that sneaks up on you slower, and all of a sudden you're like stoned. Yeah. Okay, and I'm not necessarily embracing that experiencing for people, you know, because when you're dealing with stuff like spinal stenosis, which I have, and some of the other physical things, you often you're just seeking a little level of comfort. Right. So you don't want to be stoned, <laughs> you know, like, you know, boing, you know. In that yeah. case, I suggest you start slow, Vic. I tell everybody, read the instructions, especially on the edibles. Pay attention to the amounts. Right. If they're going to have a little bit, then a little more, wait like half an hour. I'm, I'm going to make a suggestion, Mark, because I think he's going to be good at this. We're going to have a top byline right underneath marijuana for dummies and call it the miseducation of marijuana. And then while you're doing that. That's a, you know, see, that's why, that's why he's my partner. <laughs> okay. See, that's why. Where's my pen? Where's the miseducation? kind of shit. I'm testifying here. This is the kind of shit Victor comes up with on the fly. Get the pen. That's the miseducation up. of marijuana. He always comes and, up with shit. And I noticed it. I don't, don't get by me. And what you need to do, if you really want to drive this on a casual level, on your active video streaming blog or points, you put the daily tip of information that people can follow. So when it builds up to the show, man, you already That's have a, it. You, got, you see that wonderful idea? You heard it live. <laughs> Unscripted. But that's a that's an easy and, one. And exactly, and the thing about it, you can do it too, right? Relative yeah. to whatever you're talking about, right? Well, yeah. I but, mean, not yeah, you. I yeah. mean, I'm talking about to the audience. Absolutely. They could do stuff. In other words, it's a thing to do about the stuff you're talking about. I think when people start giving you their own experiences, it's not about always being right. It's about finding out does the information work for itself. And if you give it a place where you can say the tip for the day, because a lot of times, Mario, think about it. You, what's your favorite, one of your favorite reality shows that you watch? I, mean, yeah, I can tell you which one I'm it is. I'm telling you guys. Sorry, come on, okay. I'm just, sad to admit <laughs> Wait a minute. I watched that uh, Hip Hop Atlanta. Yeah. Now, do you I only hate, watch I it? I hate to watch You know what? The wait, women wait, are fine, Wait, wait a minute. The wait a minute. Stay bad. focused. Stay focused. Okay, okay. Do you only watch it once a week? I don't know how often. Late at night when my parents aren't home. Do you binge watch sometimes? A couple... Yeah, I might watch a couple because um, then I watch Black right. Ink, that other one with right. the other. So notice what you're saying, tattoo girls. Would, if you have something good, would you Nasty, want, would you want to make somebody? Would you want to yeah. wait six days for something good? No, no, but I'm old. <laughs> 
I tried to help you guys. Hey, you guys, I tried to give him some help. So I Okay, got my- that's a wonderful thing. I should do it. Well, you know what? I'm a, Well, it's still a good idea. The only, the only part that was hesitating is me thinking of doing a daily tip. You don't but have- remember, we can, I know. We could do it Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but whatever you co- we want. You just covered at least three or four different tips yes and i said just spread it out just one see don't 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 elaborate guys, it man because i yeah see how we work out the sh- <laughs> yeah don't what, do it that hey, way what i think and i love to show you is the process of doing what we do and people say well so when you wonder why we are that that's because we're this <laughs> yeah yeah it's already some you know what I, i'm gonna say this because most this is what usually and i know a, a lot of young people know this your parents want to download everything. When they come up with a speech and they want to talk to you about one subject, notice they all start, it's like a train. They start putting everything on it, and you're going, and, and you hear the kids go, okay, mom, I got it. <laughs> okay, pops, I got it. Because you start doing all the feeds. All you got to do is give them one. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. I'm trying to tell you how not to mess up smoking weed. <laughs> See? Damn. So wait a minute. Simplify. You just do it too much. You're not reading not the directions. A, don't do an oratory. Jeez. Uh, Don't do an orchid because okay. there's tons of information. Yeah, I have to give you information about how to get high response. Watch this. Let me tell you why it's like, why it's going to be easy. Ask him how many posts he does a day on Facebook. Just trade off one of those posts for a day. Man, I tip. do a lot of posts though. So why would this be hard? It shouldn't be hard. <laughs> right. It's a matter of mind over right. whatever. Right. It's, it's getting. That's why we. Well, now you understand why we have so much output. So I did write it down. The Miseducation of Marijuana. There you go. Blog. or that's, I hate that word. Tip for the day. And, and look, wherever you post your video in bed, you know you're going to have to link something because that video coincides with that single posting, man, because that's what you want. That's a good thing. All right. See how we come up with shows? <laughs> that's how we come up with shows. That's how we come up with shows. That's masterful. So insightful. You know, everybody's going to sit back and say, I think they were doing that 10 years ago. All the weed smokers <laughs> are going like, yeah, yeah, Mario, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> of course, I, I love the education. I don't smoke, but I love the education about it because no, on, on the other side. don't drink. Yeah, don't smoke, I don't He's drink. He's a designated driver all the damn time. <laughs> He's like ever the designated driver forever. <laughs> I was going like, to get him a shirt. <laughs> That's wrong, man. That's just wrong. Yeah, those friends, you know you abuse them. You abuse your friends who don't get high. Oh, that's cool. They just are always driving. At least I hope they get some gas money <laughs> out of y'all. Yeah, that's Anyway. Wrong. So, on the way, just one last thing. New studies, Gallup polls came out about the usage of marijuana and the popularity in adults, which, of course, is on the rise. Like, is that news? Right. But it's on the rise, but they're documenting it on the rise, and that's one of the things, okay? And they said along with different attitudes, all right? 45% of adults in the U.S. have used marijuana at least once. And while that doesn't seem, when they say just one time, doesn't necessarily say much. It's just that the fact that they're willing to admit it. This is the all-time highest percentage in the history of the Gallup poll, asking the question. Wow. So it's, that's the highest, that 45%. Now... They said 12%, one in eight, said, said they are regular users. Okay. One in eight, 12%. That's up from 7%. That's almost double. Yeah. So I just want you guys to know you're smoking more. So, again, we want you to be more responsible. That's the theme for today's uh, 
marijuana because you're not a dummy, but you're not reading the instructions. You're, the cookie is four, four doses, and you eating three cookies and a squash it down with a couple of beers. Okay? <laughs> you're wondering why the room is spinning. <laughs> you're wondering, you're wondering why, why, you know, you feel like shit. Anyway, love you for that, you guys. All right, you guys, you know how we do it. That's the part, that is the end of the part two segment. And we managed to at least get through, I think, that last part without a dropout from Facebook. <laughs> All right, you guys, but it's time to reset. You know, I always like to give you some music. Just for a minute. You, see, you guys, music is important to soothe the soul. Area, which is sports, and, uh, I call it entertainment. We call it
All free music all the time. Love Shadow featuring Snowflake. Too young, you guys. All right, you know, I have to reset. Because we're now going to head into segment three. Sports. Yes, sir. So get ready, you guys. Give me 60 seconds to make that transition. All right, we're going to be stopping the Facebook stream. You're going to need to refresh your page. Stop it now. What are you in the new metadata information? Restarting the Facebook connection. Verifying that connection. You feel the full affection. There it is. Yes. with some of our connection there. It's hard to verify. Vic, maybe take a look and see what it looks like on the screen. Testing that. Give us another second, you guys. This is part of the day-to-day issues that we see. Okay. Well, then we're going to... If you look at the old website, I know it's... I like All right, that. it looks good at Facebook. Yeah. All right, you guys. You know, stuff be happening. Yeah, Stuff be good. happening, and I think it's the little elves be running through here with their little teeny feet. Little teeny elves. They uh, got nasty little feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just running through. That's wrong. <laughs> That's just wrong, man. Are y'all, ready for, are y'all ready for some sports? We trying, man. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time. The real time. Time of Big Time to do sports. Brought to you, written and directed by the ball-headed... Black man, rub his head, make a wish. The ladies have nicknamed him Sexual Chocolate. We hope you have dressed appropriately. Jock straps and sports bras. Ladies and gentlemen, line up. Is it? Yeah! Sports! Yeah! A lot of hollering, brother. It's a lot of hollering. I like that, though, man. That means you have a voice, right? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Let me just think. All right, you know, hey, check it out, man. Um, look, usually I keep certain things out of sports because, like you said, man, the news is full of the same, same old. It's like death, destruction, be scared, be afraid, be very afraid. So what I'm going to do is just kind of let you guys know that the first thing that was more important to me is checking out exactly how the relationship between sports and the event that happened in Charlottesville. And instead of sitting back going to the same old bully pulpit, I just wanted to sit back and say, were there any voices of those concerned about what happened and actually just pay a reference to them? Because typically this is repeating itself. This is kind of reminding me of what happened with Muhammad Ali back in the day, Bill Rupp, Bill Rupps, Russell, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, All of them at that time had to take a stance. And sometimes when things get inflated a certain way, you do need those voices that people look for leadership. 
And unfortunately, a lot of people don't pay attention to regular folk like myself or many others who are not what they call cream of the crop celebrities or jocks. So what I wanted to do was just kind of let you know some of the things that people said as it relates to those particular individuals across the landscape. And I said this uh, in talking with somebody the other day. I said, it's one of the rare times you get to find out that there's going to be a spectrum of voices coming across as it relates to their opinions of what happened in Charlottesville, which is such a sad event. I really wanted to go into the tweets and some of the mentions that were said in relationship to opinions, because I do believe just quoting what they said is our moment of reflecting that there are people who are not necessarily of my persuasion and color who have an opinion. Okay. So you, you do hear about Seattle Seahawks uh, defensive lineman, Michael Bennett. He always has a stance. You don't have to even look for, for that. He's going to have a stance. LeBron James, also has a stance, but I want to read some of the uh, tweets and some of the mentions they had. You want me to scroll that or just you can, keep it you on can, this you picture? Know what? You can keep it on the picture scroll. It's up to you. Because I can't. It doesn't yeah, show as good on Yeah, it's not as good, but for well, you guys to know. See it, you guys. Yeah, because if they're watching and going to the page, they, they'll actually see it, but I'm going to read it off for them, and it's, it's more important. Uh, LeBron James said, it's sad what's going on in Charlottesville. Is, is this the direction of our country is, that is heading? Make America great again. Huh. He said that, referring to D-Trump. Okay, that's expected because LeBron is timely with what he says. Also, Ennis Cantor, OKC, you know how he rolls. And he is from Turkey, whose family has dealt with the government corruption, has sent out some tweets as well. And his comment was, more or less, your silence normalizes Nazis. Doesn't it also make you one? What he's saying is there are a lot of people who are just sitting up there on average who are basically saying, hey, it ain't me. I'll just be silent, but everybody has to step up and they're taking their voices there to do that. Also, um, oh man, Chris Long, who grew up and went to college in University of Virginia. And if you don't know Chris Long, NFL football player, son of Howie Long, he said, Listen, some people are tired of hearing me tweet because they want me to stick to football. But I don't I like to use social media like I was a regular guy because I think I am. I don't tell people to stick to whatever their job is when they want to talk politics. And this isn't political. This that's the thing. Everybody wants to turn this political. This is uh, isn't a political issue. This is a right and wrong. I believe you either on one side or the other. For me, being from Charlottesville, nobody wants you to sit idly by and not say anything. And I wish there was more categorical denials from some very important people in this country who have had the opportunity to strike it down and didn't. Now, he's not looking for the voices that's coming from the political platform because every time they speak, it's really them speaking against the other side. It's either Republican against a Democrat, Democrat against Republican. He's just talking about people in general who have a name in the community. Step up because this is, I'm telling you, you will look back on this and wish you said you had a voice. In addition to uh, the Detroit Red Wings had to vehemently disagree with and are not associated in any way with the event taking place in Charlottesville, Virginia. The Red Wings believe that hockey is for everyone and we celebrate the great diversity of our fan base and our nation. We are exploring very possible legal action as it pertains to the misuse of our logo in this disturbing de demonstration. The irony of this is you go look out at the crowd and think about all the shirts 
the, the, that alt-right is wearing. And they are wearing and displaying stuff as sports fans. So imagine you see your Detroit Red Wings out there, the shirt. They have to go ahead and go, stop. We're not, we're not supporting this whatsoever. So you see a company organization trying to get ahead of it. And I understand why. What would you be doing, wow. man? Wow. You'd be done. You'd be done. Okay, uh, I can go on and on. There's a couple of more. Even uh, uh, Jeremy Lin. There's a host of tweets where most of these tweets I'm reading from are not of African-American persuasion. It, it's important to have free speech. This is Sean Doolittle. We have a patriotic obligation to condemn racism and domestic terrorism by white supremacists. The reason why I had to reflect on these is because this is one of those times where you actually watch an event where there was mostly white against white. It really put in perspective of that. If this is this is this group is going against the philosophy Period. Whether you're white, black, or anything, this alt-right or Nazi group or supremacist are going against anyone, which I know that they're stuck oh, in a yeah. time zone. So you know what this is. This. So I wanted to give my respect to those who are speaking up, and I wish more could do it and should do it because there is a place here. And now it leads me to the next segment. And is there a correlation now? Does his voice speak even louder? Colin Kaepernick. Does Colin's voice relate to Charlottesville? They were actually talking about this today. They said, well, it's a separate thing. You know, it's the flag. It's the flag. They said, that's a piece of parchment and a stick. I understand the value of it. But does his voice now resonate even more? Because he's not an all-time win winning quarterback. He's not the top five, top ten. But his voice is just as powerful. Do you see a relationship with this, Mario, or is it a total separate issue? No, I think it's related in the sense that all these types of things are related because they're related to our views on race right. in this country. Right. And the fact that you, what makes it seem like you're hearing it more is because now for the first time, it's actually politically correct to talk about it. It's always been there in greater in greater degrees, but America will refuse to talk about it. It's just now, because some Americans are willing to talk about it, you're having a discourse. Yeah, right. And it's interesting that we're looking at this period right now where you go like, wow, how much... It's almost like they're saying this. Will there be an owner because of what has happened who will step up and say, I'm going to take the lead on this. I'm going to sign Colin Kaepernick. Well, they follow this only because they saw what happened in Charlotte and said, oh, my God. Well, Marshawn well, Lynch did. sat down in Oakland, right? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he sat down, which I expect him to do. But this is the one I'm waiting for. Is there an NFL owner above the fray who's going, I'm sorry, Colin has to equate to profit. Is there an owner who doesn't need as much money forever in a day because they're all billionaires to say, look, let me take a stance on something much bigger. Do you think he will get signed as a launching point because of Charlottesville was happened? Or will they say, oh, no, this is even more reason to stay away because it will be even a more of a lightning rod if we do sign calls. even more reason to stay away. That's the user to justify that. Wow. Wow. And it's the sad part. I think the challenge is I'm looking forward to seeing him get signed. 
I think he will get signed. I, I, it just you can't even ha- hang, hang your hat on him after what has happened in Charlottesville. I wouldn't even mind him going to Canadian football, getting a oh, he smaller would. contract. I agree. And being popular there. Oh, I agree. I mean, hey, look. Let me just say this. He just took a stance. Okay, he took a stance. He didn't do anything bad. He just took a, a stance and opinion. But Ezekiel Elliott. Now he's under another umbrella because of his casual, what we call choices of what he's done. And we know he's under a six game suspension because of what they say is inappropriate behavior. That is more tolerable. Even though if you talk to a lot of women, it's amazing how as it deals with the possible indiscretions of what he does against women or the woman. That that finds this way they will keep him playing. Colin takes a stance and says, it's just my opinion. Is the weight that he took a stance oh, totally is different. versus would he be gone if he was a top five quarterback? Would he still be signed? Is it about profit or his philosophy? I think if he was a top five, he would still be signed. I think because he's in that group of a few other people that it's easier to let him. You know what I'm saying? He is in that group. He's not in the, in the, in the top elite group. Right. So that is part of it. And if he were, it would, it would make it harder, even though you know there would be some kind of a demonstration even on that level. Yes, it would. It would be something. It would be something. It would be something. Right. I agree. I think he still would be playing. He'd be signed. Right. But once he got out, once I he was I think he should go to Oakland as a backup. You know, it's not a bad choice, man. That's what I said. He works, he works there. Well, yeah, yeah. He, look, I, I don't play where your base is. Yeah, yeah. Look, don't play where your base is. There's now, a base for him politically, right? In Oakland, right. And be fair, you guys. If you do sign him, don't hold him under a microscope that he has to do even more because you're doing him a favor. That's you're not the, doing him a favor. Right, it's not that's a favor. Inevitable. <laughs> the fans are going to do that. Okay. But I tell you, if he can get a, a shot in Oakland, that might be a good one, man. Okay. All right. You know what? Um, I'm going to cover another subject because it's my favorite. And the correlation between what has happened in Charlottesville, Colin Kaepernick being tied to the subject. You know, you need to say we are the world. Mario, I said, you know, we are the world. And the World Track and Field Championships ended. And there's been a changing of the guard. Uh, Let me say this. I don't know if you guys follow it. But if you go back maybe a decade or so, even more, even more recently. The dominating teams were USA, Russia, Germany. A lot of these teams were the powerhouses all, all day long. The changing of the guard has always been to me opportunity. And when the opportunity comes, you find that there's other ways of recognizing that if you give people a form, adequate information, education, and leadership, they can perform. Imagine you watching the World Track and Field Championships. The Americans have done a history-making kind of result from it by having as more many medals as they had in the past under this championship. This is not the Olympics, but the world championship. You know who's in second place? Total medals? Kenya. If they weren't even in the mix, okay, they have more medals, okay. And they only win in, 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 and they only win in, it only ain't got nothing to do with it. They only win in the marathon. No, 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 no. 800 meters, 1500 meters, 
Not only in the marathon, eight, so they, they're right. wide, they're oh, widespread, I man. Guess I'm correct. I stand correct. Hey, Amen. I'm telling you what's well, up. That's why it was shocking because I would. I only think hey. of. I only think of them in terms of. They have marathon. come. Let me just say this. I mean, here, here's the order of the countries in total medal count. Now, the, America dominated. Now, I'm going to say this also. You didn't have the best, best athletes for a number of reasons. Some mostly were injured. Okay? So, but that's no excuse. You, you, the opportunity, the opportunity. Kenya came in second place with the, the medal count of uh, 11. USA had 30. South Africa came in third. South Africa now. You ain't talking about it. We're talking about over the powerhouse countries. France came in fourth. The Republic of China, or China, period, came in fifth. Great Britain, Northern Ireland, came in sixth. Ethiopia, seventh. Poland, eighth. Authorized neutral athletes. Now, that you know what that is? Okay. A lot of... There was a a big thing with the Russian scandal of, of doping... And their athletes wasn't allowed to be in Rio. So what they gave the uh, the athletes who didn't test positive the opportunity to represent, but they couldn't represent their country. They can be authorized athletes. Wow. So there's a group of them that came in ninth place, place all together. And so they had six medals. And then Germany came up in the top ten and fifth. And what I'm trying to say is, yes, I'm applauding that. The African nations and their independent countries within the continent, which I love, are actually performing. And not only the men, the women are sick with it. And when I say sick with it, sick with it. The changing of the guard, the powerhouse. So the United States is still on top. I got you. Kenya number two, man. I just let you know. Wow. I just want to report on that so you guys can understand the shifting and for those who don't follow, I've been following it all, I mean, since the 70s, the 80s, for the most part. And it was always U.S., Russia, Germany, typically those three over and over again. Well, you know what, you guys? Swan song. Time to say bye. Okay. The greatest sprinter of all time, basically, swan song was a total letdown, and not because he underperformed, but Hussein Bolt, basically, his body wouldn't let him perform at the highest level. So not only did he not place in first in the 100 meters, but his relay team, which has dominated the last several years, didn't even finish because he had to pull up because of injury. It is that part where I have to ask this question. Would it have been better for him to go out on top because, or... Would it have been, is this the way we want to see him? Because it's the first time he lost, and he lost in a way where injuries played a big part of it, but they will not excuse that possibly. What do you think, Mark? You know, everybody's going to have their own opinion, and I'm all, but I'm basically always willing to go with what they want to go with. Uh, you know, I felt like uh, some players left so too early. Yeah. You know, specifically, I go to uh, Barry Sanders right. at Detroit. You know, left then, on top though. He yeah, well, you know, I, if, if that's important. Yeah, that's the that's the part to decide whether that's important or if it is important, which I might be willing. To, the question would be, how important yeah. is it? Because a bunch of the favorite players that I had, including Joe Montana, Joe Namath, right, some of the greatest players ended up that last year or two. 
even people like our friend from the Dallas Cowboys, right? Right, right. Uh, so it's it happens. I just want to wish him the best. He, what I like and appreciate about him, Vic, mm-hmm. is how he's been vocal and upfront yes. about it all along. Yes. Basically, with an attitude that seems at least reflect something more I relate to. In other words, you have to know it's coming ultimately. Absolutely. Anyway, so Absolutely. that is a question of how you're going to perform. Yeah. No, look, he, he was one of the rare sprinters in track and field who had persona and a personality. And he enjoyed it without actually having, you know, uh, an elitist attitude or I'm better than you. He celebrated in it. It's just that, unfortunately, we're seeing him at probably unlike any other time, the look and the last look that we're going to see the greatest sprinter of all times, because what he did, I didn't think he could do what Michael Johnson did back in Atlanta and moving forward. But this man took it to another level and want to give props and respect to them as well. And I also have to do this as a uh, going out because I'm not covering anything else. I want to cover the world sports. And then of course, what has happened with the relationship to Charlottesville and the pro athletes uh, voices, great Britain, Northern Ireland. It's not just Great Britain anymore. It's Great Britain, Northern Ireland. There's a struggle with the U.S. 400-meter relay team. They had the opportunity to actually come back and regain being in that first-place window, just as Hussein Bolt and the Jamaicans have dominated. Maybe confidence got in the way because Great Britain comes in and sets and makes history by coming in first place in the 400-meter relay team. They did it with swag, and they did it in a way to say, look, we're coming. They performed. want to congratulate them. They, their more fair representation of having somebody they can get behind was great. Um, this was a shock, a shocking kind of defeat, because there was no excuse that they can put on the Americans. Also, congratulations to the uh, Japan, Japan. They're quietly going, hey, you guys, we're in third place. Okay, we got four cats here. They're not even, we only maybe have one person that can make it in the final in the 100 meters. But as a team, we're in third place and coming. So I'm just letting you guys know, watch out for Japan. All I can say, man, that's it. Props, respect, I'm out, man. That's my sports, man. Done deal. That's right, Victor Allen's new new sports, a recurring segment of the Morning Coffee with Mario show. Here every week, written and produced Directed by Victor Allen, his unique fan base view of sports. And we get some every week, dressed appropriately, sports bras and jack straps. You know how we like it. Be here, dress right. Yeah. All right, it's time to reset. You know how we do it. It's time for the fourth segment, so I've got to reset. Those folks tuned in at Facebook, you'll have to refresh your page. Here we go. We're going to stop that Facebook stream. Stopping now. Yes, there it goes. Edit that output. Put in the new metadata. I think it's up. Yeah. At 100, what's up? Big old live.
Part four. Hot picks coming up now. Get your robe open. Remember, it's that kind of day you're going to enjoy. Here we go. What's happening, face? Okay, you guys ready for that last segment? Let's see how we're on time. We're a few minutes behind. We have to apologize for running a little extra, but you know how it is. Got to sit back and keep up with the latest and the greatest. Welcome to Hot Picks, where I'm going to cover what I call the evolving, changing recognition of Hot Picks and what it means. A lot of times people say it's only beautiful women. Yes, they are. But we're going to relate them to exactly what we believe is the impact and what they do in their particular career. I'm going to hit the hottest African-American women in television. And this is by no way going to be fair. Why? Because it is based on what shows you watch. And it can't it, be fair. It can't be fair. So you just you pick. Do what you way you try to do Thank it. you. It's too much. You can't, <laughs> you can't be fair. So drop fair from the discussion. Well, what I can say is this. Victor's total bias. <laughs> it's Victor <laughs> Allen's total bias. 
decadent view it's of not black a, women in okay. television today. Wait a minute. So notice, notice when he sets up my segment, he puts decadent in it. And I'm actually trying to, I'm trying to put a flavor That's around right. it. That's right. Because Seriously. none of these women, and I went to look at all their backgrounds. I do this all the time. I go look at the early days of their work and what they had to do. All of them had to be what they called visually stunning in their own way. Persona, look, a lot of times modelish, what have you. So they have to get started there. And then once they get into the game, then they go ahead and do their thing. But that's the way entertainment is. We are, by definition, aesthetically, let me just say this. For Mario, I'll say infected. For the rest of us, just call it impacted. <laughs> okay, so we're going to do this. You can rate if you want to. But based on the show and what you know, first, if you haven't seen it, you need to go see them. And I'm going to give you a little background on each one as it relates to what they have done so far. So, first lady up, Routina, Wesley. And I'm saying this for a reason. Color, love it, simple. Routina Wesley is known for the character Tara Thornton. On the gritty southern vampire drama True Blood back in 2008. But she is now currently on Queen Sugar. Which I hear everybody talking about Queen Sugar. And so my whole point to you, Mario. If you haven't watched this show. You should give her just a 10. Because you just disrespected watching that show. <laughs> so I'm just letting you know. I'll be, I'll be logging on to some shit. <laughs> Wait, come on, man. See, I'm trying to. Jesus, I, I like the look. Look, I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is, have you heard about the show? Yo, yeah, I've heard about the show. Okay, yeah, and have you checked out the show? Not yet. Not yet. So what we got to do is find a way to get Mario to give her a substantial score because he hasn't seen it. I'm liking what I see, and I'm just telling you, these ladies are up and coming. Favorite, and there is a category: favorite daytime or evening shows for African American women. She's on the list. So. Definitely a 10. It's definitely a 10. Okay. Well, like I said, we're just keeping this easy. I'm going to take you to the next young lady. We're just going to roll it up because this is my recognition of them being who they are. Now, you just let me know if you've seen it yet. You know, Simone Mixing. Queen Sugar. What does that tell you now? I got a couple in Queen Sugar. They are. She is rated in that top group as well. And she's more than just eye candy. So Mario, just so you know, so you don't go to that dungeon place, but you do. She's a graduate of Howard University. No. Following graduation. Mecca. Following graduation, Simone traveled to Oxford, England, where she participated in the British American Drama Academy, taking master classes with great with greats Ben Kingsley, Alan Rickman, and Jan Lapartois. Okay, so Ben Kingsley. So, so she's more than just a pretty face and absolutely. a wonderful body. Yeah, absolutely. Simone and a Howard grad. I got to be most proud of my sister. I'm sorry if I was temporarily, temporarily distracted Thank you. by your beauty. Thank you. Of course, I kept it to myself. <laughs> but I want to so, say, you bad. Are, are you, you bad. impressed? I am. I'm you bad. You bad, right? Bad girlfriend. Okay. You talented and, and intelligent. Wow. I'm impressed. I'm impressed, too. And look, the reason why I'm doing this... I've always been looking at everybody's background, but most of the time, of course, we're in an age now where people just don't want to see that you're just looking at the flesh, which, of course, Mario enjoys. I'm looking at the flesh. 
damn shirt I'm looking for. flesh. You got to look at it. I got left. So what I'm doing, you guys can comment anywhere you want, rather than scoring if they're all tens because of what their accomplishments are. So we're going to move on. I'm to the thinking next. about the children. Yeah, here we go. And Simone, you know, if you need a donor. Okay. <laughs> Okay, let's go to the next, man. You're already there. You're already gone. Think about my progeny. Oh, man. Lord have mercy. I keep going through this. T- just take it up top. Just take it up top. Jasmine, Simone, or Simon, depending on how you want to pronounce it. Her show, Ballas. Now, Mario, I've seen Ballas. Have you seen Ballas, man? I thought I'd see them. <laughs> Here we go. I'm looking at this. Okay. That's a very, you know, if I was younger. Okay, see, here we go. Let me just trump him right now. Notice I said trump him because I'm going to keep it here. Jasmine Simone, or Simon, is an actress known for Ballers that came out in 2015, Baggage Claim 2013, and The Hindenburg Explodes 2016. So what I'm trying to put in here is that they have history. They're on the grind. And this is our way of recognizing them. And not just so Mario can sit back and envision having little minions I'm running around. sharing popcorn. <laughs> okay, thank you. It's okay. Grapes. Hey, cheers. Congratulations. That's what I want Mario to say more of that, you know. Yes, I lo- and I want to congratulate you on your top. <laughs> Does she look good? Yeah. Is she, would you get, okay. And I like the hair. She looks natural. Okay. Are you I'm not gonna, sure I like to dress. Are you going to go watch Ballers? Yes. Okay. You notice I'm... See, if, I'm going to look for if you. If there was a le- lesson in this smile, whole thing... It's the smile, I- I'm talking sponsorship. I'm talking that language where I'm promoting oh, yeah. them. Notice what they're going. He says, we can't pull anything from this show for Mario because there's nothing we can advertise with what he's saying. I'm trying to push you towards that area of how you endorse, man. man. So you're going to go watch Ballers, right? I am, man. I'm going <laughs> to enjoy it and look... For her. <laughs> See, for my is, robe open. Okay, I, I quit. All right, let me just let me just go on over to the next. Okay, next up. Oh man, I hope I just don't think he's going to stay with it on this one. Next up, Megan Tandy. Oh, I love her. <laughs> See, Megan Tandy, Survivor's Remorse. That's the latest, the greatest. She got some other projects going on, but that's the one we know her from. Yeah. She's an actress known for Unstoppable in 2010. It's amazing how she has grown since that that movie, I think, with Denzel, of course. And Piranha 3DD, 2012, and Teen Wolf 2011. She's a comer. Mario, can you say something that her parents would be proud of, please? She looks friendly. <laughs> that's, that's about it, right? That's it. You, did you watch any of those movies? so friendly. Did you, did you watch them stop? You no, know, I'm just thinking about the children, Vic. Oh. Ability to leave little Mario's. <laughs> See, here we go. Here we go. I'm saying I have to now think practically, and so uh, fortunately, hot picks tends to take me there. Just <laughs> think about continuing the bloodline. Okay, all right. All I can say. Can you just? Yeah, you know, hope you. You know, if you had to say something right now to endorse her body of work, would you just put a fist up and say, "Keep going"? I say, "Girl, I'm your friend. I'll hold your hair while you're throwing up." <laughs> all right, I'm gonna go on to the next. Like I said, moving on. I'm trying to keep this in a proper focus. Going to take you to um, a young lady who happens to have what they call that. I call it the Genesee Quash. She has a look. You know, look. Harrison Guardiola. The show The Get Down. Now, Mario, I would ask you, do you watch The Get Down or do you get down? I'm afraid. Neither, of the- <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, but see, just I think about both. <laughs> okay, okay. So just okay. I'm gonna. You know what? I try to. I try to push you into okay, a place okay. where where you could actually say something that is empowering. But I'm gonna leave that alone. Okay, she's an actress known for the Get Down, Runaway Island 2015, and Harry 2016. We're talking about the young ladies right now who are hot in television, getting their careers launched. Some probably going about five years back or more current. This is my way of saying you guys need to go check out these shows. You know, if you haven't, I've already some I haven't really checked out until I start looking at this list. And then I went to see clips of it. Watch the shows, man. No, Mario. Yeah, Mario's not going to watch the get down. He's got to get the proper underwear. <laughs> I'll be there to watch. All right. Okay. Well, I tell you what. We're going to move up to this next one, and I guarantee you, if he, there's no way in hell he hasn't seen this one. Simply known as Soraya Empire. Now, oh, yeah, she's bad. I like her, the big hair. Okay. Mar, you forgot that there's a focus on the show. Yeah, you got the big hair, so you can just see it on the pillow. Have you watched Empire? I have, Vic. I've seen her in action, and I love the lipstick. Okay. Soraya. <laughs> Soraya is an actress known for Empire, Burning Sands 2017, and Taylor Swift Bad Blood 2015. She's got a lot more work under her belt. Just letting you guys know, mover and shaker. And Mario has very few words, but he's going to pick I'm who he thinks is. This is it. All right, well, let me just take you down to the next. There's one. Uh, that we have to sit back and give props to. Plus, her name is such a strong name. Anika Noni Rose. It's just simple. The show that a lot of people talk about. Power. I bet you Mario watched Power. Did you watch Power? Yeah, she looks good. Okay, she looks good. Sneaky snack. No, 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 no. No, not that, Mario. Not that. Oh, not that. No, not that. Okay. okay wash me, my hands. Oh, well, watch this. I'm about to give you the background on this one. Okay. Uh, in 2004, Rose was honored with a Tony Award for Best Performance by a Featured Actress in a Musical for her role in the widely acclaimed Broadway show Caroline or Change. In addition, Rose won a Lucille Lortel Award, a Theater World Award, and a Clarence Derwent Award, and was nominated for a Drama Desk Award for her work in the musical. Now, you want to sit back and not give her props now? Damn! Oh, the- <laughs> That's it, dude. She looks like she smells She's, wonderful. She is... That's why I said it's, it's. I'm trying to get you to get to the other side, man. See, now this is what we're gonna do, Mario. You're gonna go down the list. That's it. We're gonna, which based on what I've shown you, you tell me the top three shows in order that you're going to go watch, and that will determine the impact of the show. See, I, I found a way to get okay. you. Okay, some of I've been affected. <laughs> I have been affected. Right. So start it out. You know, Queen Sugar, but Queen Sugar's got not only Rutina Wesley, but it's also got Simone. That's right. Missing. So I gotta say, I gotta watch some Queen Sugar. The question is, is it one, two, or three? Oh, yes. You just, I don't know about ballers, but maybe the dress, you know. Mm. Well, remember, you got be- smooches. <laughs> smooches. I'll see this one, I have to I'm in love. I'm thinking about the, just, the, just the, the bloodline. I'm glad you. I gotta continue the children. I'm glad you feel so that way. Meg and Tandy, 
I think she's my number one. Uh oh, Megan Tandy number one. So you're gonna watch Survivor? Yes, Survivor's yes. Remorse. She is because right. she is, and then I think Empire's number two because the idea of big hair on the pillow. You know, if you ever have big hair on the pillow, gentlemen, you gotta have big hair. Okay. On the pillow. Okay. Wonderful shit. Uh, you know what? I'm not saying, Mario. Can you keep it in context? Or- and number three, number three, I think. Face in the pillow. Harrison. Uh, wait a minute. Guardiola. Okay, wait a minute. Who was your number two again? My number two was Soraya. Soraya. That's what I figured. Okay. And my number three is Harrison Guardiola. Because okay. her name just rolls off the tongue. Mm, okay. Okay, I like that. That's not bad. I mean, you got good choices there. Of course, they're all based on how she looked. If you had to go tell Mario what shows it's he's going to watch. <laughs> If you had to tell them what show. Hey, look. It's supposed, to be based on. it's supposed to be based on you knowing that these women bring a character and oh, a professionalism yeah. across the screen. Thinking. You know, you, you, you can't stay over there in what they call the old man cave. You know, you just pretend that you. If you were in a panel discussion, you would change your tone. Look, I'm going to just give you my number one. It's Anika Nani, Noni Rose. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Because the picture says, doesn't even reflect her background as what she's accomplished for many of us who have not really read her bio there's a lot more to these ladies as well and i wish i could bring more but the show is limited on time so i want to congratulate i will be watching power more often as i have already done mario we're out everybody done man wow well thank you for tuning in Morning Coffee. Every week we're here. You can be part of the experience. Just remember to dress appropriately, damn it. Bring your oatmeal, those scrambled eggs, that fresh fruit, whatever you're having. Come on and share with us. And join you. Peace and hair grease.
try, push it along. You like my raps, but really I write songs. I like to do it like this once in a while to show some versatility and make you all smile. It's been a long time coming, I know, I feel it too. The more I take a break, it's like the more I break through. With my time and space, boy, funk, I'm on point. You bless this microphone every time I annoy. The pen, the pad, I face the bad head on. Escape inside the music, see my diaries, the song, it's on. Till I write my next verse, then I go again. Into the studio, I feel like I gotta flow again. This ain't just music to me, it's like my recipe. To be honest, it's more creative tranquility. This ain't just music to me, it's like my recipe. To be honest, it's more creative tranquility. I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did. You know I still got it, why you brag about it? I be in the solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did. You know I still got it, why you brag about it? I be in the solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. They say they get me, I don't think they ever got me. My name's Kowalski, but they call me Kawasaki. Kawasaki. I'm not in France, but in real life, I'm more like Chachi or Cola. I told you, I'm funky like granola. Bars, can't you see that I'm a star? Who pumps his own gas in the cold really fast? I pass on your gold digging stash. I'd rather make my own money, not advance me loan money. I was spitting when you was a kid, you do on what I did. You know I still got it, why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow essential. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. I was spitting when you was a kid, you do on what I did. You know I still got it, why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow essential. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA.